0: Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com.
1: America's Diesel Podcast. Brought to you by Diesel Power Products, America's diesel superstore. No salesmen, just enthusiasts.
0: DieselPowerProducts.com, your
1: number one source for all things diesel. what's up guys ben from america's Usual podcast here really excited to bring you this bonus episode for our 20th anniversary we actually did the podcast stuff out on the deck had some pretty cool guys here some heavy hitters in the industry and sat down and had some pretty candid talks with them and we sat down with dave cole from uh, king of the hammers guy does ultra floor racing and uh, we also sat down with uh, joey elson from uh, calibrated power duramax jr guys also sat down with uh, matt Mahogadin, Mahogany. His last name is about 14 letters long, and I can't say it. And we also sat down with our president, Brian Howell. Uh, it, was, it was a really cool uh, way to get some candid interviews with these guys, and uh, I was really excited to sit down with them. So enjoy the episode. Welcome back to the podcast. This is not Tyler. I'm not Tyler. This is not Tyler. I'm Dave Cole. It's Dave Cole. He's a really big guy, like stature-wise. We're a pretty tall dude.
2: And and fat, too. He's not fat.
1: <laughs> He's a good proportion human. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says right now. But Dave, uh, I've never met you before till tonight, so I'm going to shake your hand. Pleasure to meet you. And not hit the microphone. So first question, big into Ultra 4 racing, right?
2: Yeah, I tend to go to a few races. Why not Ultra 5? Uh, Because no one counts the spare tire. These are the hard questions that no one asks, folks. (laughs) I actually went on an Ultra 5 trip. It was five boats, and (laughs) they called it Ultra 5. That's awesome. It was fun. There might have been some beers there, too. Not quite as good as this African Amber, though.
1: Yeah, uh, we're going to get to like real talking here in a minute here. But yeah, uh, I just introduced Dave to uh, a Mac and Jack's. If you've never had it before, I highly suggest it. It's a Pacific Northwest uh, treat. It's an African Amber. I have no idea what that genre means, but that's what it is.
2: It's the best one I've ever had. Me too. It's the only one I've ever had. Heck yeah,
1: man. And we are not sponsored by Mac and Jack's. This is just me being an alcoholic. Anyhow, so Dave, uh, what's your jam? I know that you So King of the Hammers. Yeah. Lots of Ultra four stuff.
2: Yeah. Trucks. I, st- I started King of the Hammers, and I rock crawled before that, and I generally just go around and do fun stuff. That's... It's not a bad life. That doesn't sound too bad at all, no, man. No, it doesn't suck.
1: So it sounds like you had a lot of fun with your boys out there off-road and managed to make a really bitchin' event and career out of it.
2: Yeah, yeah. I faked it until I made it, and we're, al- we're almost there. Dude, yeah. that's epic. Yeah, it's... It's like a dream come true. So... Beats working for a living.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess what is that? uh, Do what you live and you are working day in your life?
2: I heard that, yeah. Yeah,
1: that's good.
2: Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's fun.
1: So uh, for those of, if you've been living under a rock and you don't know what King of the Hammers is, or is our King of the Hammers, am I saying that right? King of the Hammers is? King of of the Hammers is, yes. Yeah, okay. uh, Uh, Give them like the elevator pitch.
2: Elevator pitch is uh, rock crawling was cool and fun, but no one liked to watch it because it was boring because we all drove four-cylinder motors and was really slow. Mm -hmm. And Baja was really cool, but no one could see it because it was out in the middle of no place. So I... Combine the two of them. So we race endurance, desert racing, and then go up the big rocks. Nice. So it's a lot of fun. That's really cool. I remember hearing about King of the Hammers, and
1: I think I probably I read about it in a magazine because it was
2: – when did you guys start? 2007.
1: Okay, yeah. So I wasn't big into the internet in 2007. I'm sorry, guys.
3: <laughs> so the internet sure I, wasn't that big into the internet yeah, in 2007.
1: Pretty sure I read about it or something like that. And uh, you guys – you get have, have you been – was it like a real nice linear –
2: Increase or did it just shoot up out of nowhere? It's like a, a like an eighty-five degree slope we're still on right now. It's yeah. When I mean, it was twelve guys in a case of beer, that's like the whole legend thing, and it's true. It was mm-hmm. twelve guys in a case of beer, and then uh, the next year it was fifty. The next year it was a hundred, and now we're four hundred and fifty, five hundred people racing. And now, if you're not going to hammers, you're basically an idiot, or you're really smart because <laughs> it's there's there's lots of open trails to go wheeling on because everybody else is at the hammers. But uh, that's yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's a. Yeah. Uh, it's fun. It's, I would try to make it cool for people to come out and hang out. I mean, that's – we want to make – I mean, you ever heard, of like, the adage, like, you went to a fight and a hockey game broke out? Mm-hmm. I want people to go to a camping weekend with their buddies and a race breaks out. And nice. so if you come, just hang out with your friends. If you want to watch the race, cool. If not, have a good time, and we'll be there racing if you want to watch. Yeah. And, and that being said, like, there's – you're bound
1: to run into someone that's got the same common interests as you if you at least made it to hammers. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's really cool. I like that. Right on. So – here's the big question because we're diesel power products. Sure. Uh, thoughts on diesel trucks right now, the way they stand, the industry, socially, how they're accepted. Are you a fan of them, not a fan?
2: Oh, I've got five diesel oh, trucks. I did so. not know this.
1: Yeah. Continue.
2: Uh, one Duramax, one old Duramax. Okay. Uh, and a bunch of Dodges. All um, right. I got a 3500 it's an old 2500 um and i've got a f- two freight liners too two big trucks all right but uh yeah uh, i mean for what i do i i can't imagine towing anything with a gas motor and not the way yep. we tow um as far as the social stuff you know i've never i was never into the whole like you know big rolling coal stuff that wasn't my thing it was for me it was a tool and mm-hmm. they're incredibly strong i mean i i i tow exactly 9999 pounds <laughs> three times over. And uh <laughs> and uh we just I mean I've I have a 2013 Ram twenty five hundred that has a tent on the roof that's mm-hmm. been the entire length of Baja probably ten times and it's also on my little tow meter and it's towed eighty thousand miles out of two hundred thousand miles. Wow. So a lot of towing. So So it sounds like you're a fan of the old Ram Cummins platform. You know what? I, that motor has never let me down. On and yeah. any right back I used to have a twelve valve, I had twenty four valves and now the, the you know, the current generation more electronic stuff and mm-hmm. never lets me down.
1: Good. That's awesome. So now, I've I've run into people before or gotten calls before of folks trying to get or build a diesel truck that will be able to start competing against things like ultra four vehicles. Sure. Do you think that's going to happen in the near future?
2: So ironically so we race in Europe as well. Uh-huh. We have five races in Europe and half the cars are diesel. Oh, Land Rover, Land Rover diesels. That's like Are they TD5s. do they compare to like the American side of things? No. Okay. All right. So <laughs> they're four, they're they're getting 300 350 400 horsepower. Uh-huh. But when you can I mean realistically when you can get 700 horsepower of an LS motor, it's it's tough for anything to compete against an LS motor in a, in a off-road race car right now it's basically ls and everybody else trying something different but right. it's, it's hard yeah um uh but we've got we've had several guys race diesel um what's that guy the diesel garage guy the aaron aaron um yes i know you're talking about from he raced, uh, gas monkey garage yes from yeah he raced uh, a diesel powered truck mm-hmm. in the in king of the hammers two years ago um he spent a lot of time building his chassis, and so much so he didn't tune the motor, and he ran it a fuel at race mile 22. Do you know what I, engine he was running? Uh, it was a Cummins something, I believe. If I had to guess, it was either a 5.9 or P pump. I can't yeah. imagine them going any other way. And he, uh, Yeah, something was wrong in the tune, and he was literally doing like a mile a gallon kind of thing. Ouch. So not great news for him, but yeah. he tried. So. Yeah,
1: and it's it's hard being like a diesel guy and also enjoying off road stuff. It's like I get why a diesel may not be the best thing for that platform. I'd love to see it happen. I want to see it happen.
2: Yeah, I but I think a diesel uh, desert race car ha- has has conceptually is cool because you mm-hmm. you can make you can make out of your gas mileage then too. Yeah. So, well, that's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Well, I would love to touch base even more when those things start. Well, hopefully before then, if it never happens, obviously. But <laughs> if like once they start getting that way, that would be really cool. I would like to. That's that's what gets me going. That would. Yeah. I would. You
2: would think someone would start building something. In fact, there's a guy building, racing a car that is competitive in Europe. He's got a, a BMW mm-hmm. diesel motor, Sport, one of their one of their sports car sedan motors, and it's 400 horsepower, and he's competitive, very competitive. All right. So it's getting there. It's so getting it's there. on the brink. It's on the We're brink. We're almost
1: there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get ready to button this up But at the end of all our podcasts If yes. you ever listen to them You know that we do a rant at the end
2: Okay Do you want to do a rant? Oh It can be about Ooh. anything man It doesn't I'm, have to be about four wheels It can be about rant. Ultra 69 Does it exist yet? We don't know Well We don't talk about it on a podcast <laughs> man I mean the Camera guy's got his face in his it's hands It's a different podcast like, I hate these people um, uh, My rant Twofold people that dump trash on the ground like you're out wheeling and people just leave trash on the ground drives me nuts and with then bring it one. to the road I used to ride street bikes mm-hmm. people that flick their cigarette butts out of the window of cars is like literally I pulled up next to guys like that's a really cool car did it come with an ashtray and mm-hmm. then I hand them back their cigarette butt it, it's not it's not uh, fun they don't tend to enjoy those conversations but yeah I just don't like people that I mean be accountable be cool yeah don't be a pig I like that yeah those are two good things so that's all i got here's my rant is i hope someday
1: i can make it to hammertown
2: come on down we got a spot for you no problem at all
1: do you have Coors light
2: we have curves <laughs> there's lots of people from texas so we have curves and curves Curse. cool if there's at least one Coors light there i'll make it there's about <laughs> 19 billion we so we sold. a little known fact we sold out all the beer for 60 miles you could not buy a beer within 60 miles of hammertown that includes Sounds like San Bernardino, like California. <laughs> you couldn't buy a beer in San Bernardino. Cheers. Thank you for coming. Next, we have a happy happy anniversary, twenty yeah, anniversary. twenty right? years. Twenty gets years. me
1: going. Hopefully, twenty more years. I'll be old as hell by then. we
2: will be doing some different kind of technology podcast. that will be like probably hardwired into people's brains. Yeah, I'll be and going stuff. straight to your
1: eyeballs or something. Yeah. Anyhow, anyway, no, it's a pleasure perhaps.
2: having you be here. Hopefully, we will talk again soon. Cheers. Yeah.
1: Thank Tune you. See you next time. Welcome back. I'm Ben, and once again, this is not Tyler. I'm kind of alone, and I'm a little scared Anyhow, what's your name, who are you?
4: Howdy, I'm Joey uh, Over at Calibrated Power Durmax. Tuner Joey,
1: you gotta put that mic right in your face, oh, man Oh boy just gotta put your lips right Get on right there right in there Yeah, there you go
4: <laughs> Howdy, I'm Joey Over at uh, Calibrated Power Durmax Tuner And uh, yeah, I uh, started over in customer service there uh, Did that for about three years um, In the last year and a half I think at least uh, Moved over into sales
1: Nice uh, quick question, what's your favorite color?
4: Red. Red,
1: good color. Um, least favorite engine platform? Least favorite. It can be a specific year, it doesn't even matter. Gas or diesel? I'm going to go with diesel.
4: Diesel, least favorite diesel. Of the recent. Unless oh, you know the some recent. Like really back, like,
1: oh, the Perkins. <laughs> <laughs>
4: um, just from experience with friends and whatnot, I'd probably have to go with the 6.4. I knew he was going to say that, because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to say. <laughs>
1: and yeah, so, it's it's a pleasure to have you guys here. Um, so, Calibrated mm-hmm. Power and Duramax Tuner. Yep. One in the same, slightly different, same building.
4: Um, So, the company really started off as Duramax Tuner, and as we expanded our product support into the Cummins platform and tractors and everything else, mm-hmm. uh, that's where the Calibrated Power came from. Um, okay. And we used to be Cummins Tuner as well, um, but... That didn't work out with Cummins themselves, so we had to absorb Cummins tuner into calibrated power.
1: Okay, all right. And so you guys are doing platforms. you got EFL live tuning. Uh, Are you guys doing Easy Link?
4: Yep, we're doing Easy Link on the 13.5 and and newer Fords. Uh, We have it on all the LMLs. Uh, We have it on the 3-liter power stroke, and we're working on getting it on the Rams as well right now.
1: All right. And then are you also on, what is that, the uh, MM3 platform?
4: Yeah, MM3 is supporting all of the 90.5 to current, um, well, actually, I should say 90.5 to uh, the 18 Rams right now. Uh, we're still working on the 19s at the moment.
1: Nice. Okay. So I'm not going to lie, I'm kind of a fanboy listening to guys' podcast. <laughs> Thank I, you. I, I enjoy it a lot. Have you ever been on there? Uh, I haven't, actually. Okay. So <laughs> now that you have experience, you have to go yeah. back and tell them. I, I'm going to have to. I have a question, though. Yeah. I feel like uh, Paul, mm-hmm. does he wear, like, puffy skate shoes or old guy, like, white New Balance shoes?
4: It's actually a combination, usually. Um, he wears uh, the white socks pulled up to probably mid-calf, and it'll vary from typically, like, like skater shoes. Okay. Um, into, I think I've, I've seen some, like, New Balance, New Balance variants before.
1: Nice, get <laughs> a little bit of buzz in the cul-de-sac. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah.
4: <laughs>
1: Part of the one of the times I love listening to you guys' podcast. The being a Ford guy, mm. they would just rip on Fords. <laughs> <laughs> so I intuitively, I was like, I hate you guys, but I love listening to you. <laughs> so, um, what's new going on with you guys? I know that you guys recently got one of those uh, Mahindra Ruxers. Yeah. On hand, and then you got yeah. some other stuff going on for uh, the normal big three diesel platform.
4: Yeah, with uh, the Rock Soar, uh, we got that pretty much right away and started playing with it. Um, right now, we do just like a general 80 horse tune or uh, 120 horsepower tune if you want. Uh, it right. takes a couple hard parts. Um, we do that, and then we, we've been playing with it, and we got it up to uh, 200 horse with our turbo and intercooler and some other little upgrades. Nice. So
1: it, that gets me kind of juiced. We, we have one of those actually right there. Yeah, and uh, we went a little bit more on the suspension side of things. Yeah, yeah. I know you guys are probably going to get there anyways, but that, that's probably one of my coolest favorite, like just point and shoot. Doesn't right. make enough power to hurt itself. Right, that's the job done. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So on the uh, like big three diesel side of things, what, what, what's new or what gets you going?
4: Um, as far as what's new. Um like I said, we're working on the brand new Rams um, with the new variant of the HO uh, mm-hmm. equipped with the 68, um, which doesn't come in the, the, uh, I think the 3500s. It doesn't come in. It only comes in the 2500s, I think, from what I saw. Um, but we're playing with that. Uh, the Fords, uh, those are awesome. Um, obviously, you know, all we do is emissions intact tuning, mm-hmm. and those. Cheers fo-
1: to that, by the way.
4: <laughs> Thank you. That's awesome, Thank you, man. That's, yeah, from um, really from the inception of being able to tune the LMLs back in 2012, uh, when the owner Nick uh, was able to do that, it's really been concentrating on doing emissions compliant tuning. Um, so that's yeah, it's really where our expertise lies.
1: Yeah, that's um, awesome. We we are a fully emissions attack company as well. Yeah, and, yeah uh, and that's awesome. That, that, that means a lot that a company like you guys focuses for emissions and tax stuff.
4: Yeah, and you know whether we like it or not, it's really where it's headed, mm-hmm. um, and either you kind of have to adapt or you're going to get phased out.
1: It's true. It's absolutely true. So. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah. I, I like it. You guys had a, uh, what was that Suburban you guys made? The Durberb. The Durberb. Yeah. I don't know if yeah. you noticed, but I drive a Suburban currently, <laughs> and I want to kill myself because of it. <laughs> it's, it's a piece of crap, and I hate it, but it hauls <laughs> the family and- It does the job. About a six-foot board, and that's about it. <laughs> So outside of diesel stuff, everything like that, mm-hmm. what what's your jam? What gets you going?
4: Um, I've got a little farm. Um, I'm usually just working on that, getting projects done. Um, I I tinker with my tractors and uh, got old Pontiac that I'm playing with. So that yes. and I've got a first gen that I've had is my first vehicle and I've had that for eight years now. And that's been wrecked twice. Um, I rebuilt it each time. Each time it came back a little bit better. It's got the NV four thousand five hundred in it now. All right. Uh, It's got I don't know how how many different body panels from whatever years (laughs) on it. Um, I think the the only thing original on that truck really is the frame and the engine. Uh, Oh, and the axles. But everything else, yeah, it's been swapped out and it got compounds on it and um, a bunch of the other good little fun stuff that makes your go a little bit quicker than a stock twelve valve. Do you have any uh,
1: (laughs) any any? documented power numbers for a ve truck like that
4: not yet um i've got a p-pump laying around for it which I, I like to throw it on but uh i actually have seen some advancements with the ve pumps uh, actually hmm. recently so it, it has something across my mind to play with that as well
1: but so there was like so we, we obviously try to suck up as much information as we can yeah and we all know the limitations of like a you know p-pump is pretty much you know do what you gotta do make it right. happen you're fine but yep. you have the ve pumps and the vp44s and yep. cp3s and so far so on yeah. and so forth uh we, I think it was in a magazine. Um, it may have been at someone's diesel event, but they they were getting like 440 out of a VE truck without gas or without without nitrous or something like that. Yeah, it was like 440. It was four something. I remember mm. that. And all of us here were like, "Dude, that, that's awesome!" Like that's, to get yeah. that out of the VE pump truck because I mean, if if you've never ran a VE pump truck, they're not you're not going to make a ton of power. No, but you can get good mileage out of it. You can get. You can double the horsepower very easily. Yes. Extremely yeah. easily. And have a good run on truck, but it's not something you're going to start breaking records in. No. And they did, no. yeah, I want to say it was like low fours to the wheels with a VE pump truck. And so if you're looking for realistic expectations, I think we uh, try to keep it real as much as we can. Yeah. <laughs> we break right. a lot of hearts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Sure you guys do too.
4: Oh, yes. Yeah. You'll you have a guy calling with, has like the standard bolt ons, and his buddy tells him he's estimated at 700 horsepower, and you're like, dude you're with an lb7 on a stock trans you're probably not making that
1: (laughs) yeah my favorite's the uh what size turbo you're on stock Uh, okay uh what size injectors 20 overs okay yeah um your turbo physically does not move enough air to actually make the horsepower numbers you're claiming right now do you have a more realistic number of what you're actually making well well uh well dino that send me a sheet yeah I'd love to see it I'm not well. trying to be like a jerk or anything but it's like <laughs> I would love to see if you actually of those parts or on that truck you have a unicorn just right
4: say. right yeah yeah there's uh, the physical capability part that usually kind of confuses me with some of their claims
1: yeah <laughs> that's absolutely true so I don't know, have you ever listened to one of our podcasts before if you I haven't, haven't it's okay I won't be offended I, <laughs> not I haven't cool. yet
4: I've really listened to ours if it, if it makes you feel any better <laughs> I
1: listened to you guys. I had I listened to almost every episode up until about a year and a half ago, just because my life got a little more busy, to where I wouldn't right. listen to that kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, but I still pick up an episode every now and then. I, my most recent one was the uh, where they talked about uh, sled pulling locally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was actually really good. I, it's uh, I do enjoy sled pulling. I've never actually been able to do it myself. I love going to them of being around them yeah um and and i think they really hit a lot of nails on the head there he's talking about being in in basically you know almost a stock five nine common rail type truck with suspension down your basic bolt-ons yeah and trying to get dialed in and learning the track and learning how to launch right yep and being able to be competitive in that class i think that was really cool
4: yeah um there's a a lot more to sled pulling than a lot of people think you know it's it's not just hooking up to a sled and flooring it it's You really gotta know how to drive the truck. Um, It really helps too to watch the trucks that go before you and Mm -hmm. know what the truck's gonna do, where the hard spots are. And um, yeah, I mean it's just like drag racing and doing anything else competitive with these trucks. You know, there's a lot more to it than what you watching a video initially. You know, you think there's gonna be to it.
1: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. So the end of our podcast, we always do a rant. (laughs) Do you have a rant? You can be about anything. But anything. I got one. If you're ready. What is it? Okay. But you have to go after me. You can't get out of it. All right. Okay. My rant for today is... just do a blank. (laughs) 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 Okay. Here we go. Uh, My rant for today is... It's going to be about sled pulling. I'm free balling right now. It's going to be about sled pulling and... (laughs) Okay. Me. I am the worst person... To probably be a fan of sled pulling because we we build these trucks, we build our trucks here in house to do a lot of things. And honestly, on paper, they should be great sled pulling trucks. Yeah, and they're god awful. Yeah. Uh, the one time we actually pulled one of our trucks, our F bomb truck, with Tyler. Come here, Tyler. I was gonna sneak in. So Tyler, who's the other guy here? Uh, so we, we sled pulled the f bomb truck. And we, broke <laughs> and we, we broke it. Immediately, we broke it immediately, and then we had to call our GM to bring the trailer to tow us back home. <laughs> yeah. And we were just—I was talking to you guys earlier about you. Know, we always bring a trailer no matter what. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Yeah, no. and we were like two hundred and fifty no miles away. Yeah,
2: no, no trailer. Yeah. <laughs> not us, but no trailer. So a,
1: that's why we're the worst sled pullers ever. But I love watching it. Yeah. I, I would watch it every day if I could. I love drinking beer and watching sled pulling. I'll tell you who really does not like it is my wife. Oh uh, yeah, my wife. Last time I took her to her sled pull, literally said I could be cleaning the bathroom right now. And
2: probably,
4: <laughs> probably Cooper too, because he's the one who had to
2: drive two yeah. and a half hours to come pick us up. <sighs> all, right. That's
4: all right, your rants. <laughs> All right, I I thought of one while while you guys were yeah. discussing sled pulling. It'd have to be. When my girlfriend compares my vehicles and my toys to her horses in that, um, you know, I can park mine for the wintertime and hers keep eating and, you know, she doesn't think it's comparable in um, the cost effectiveness Ooh. of it. <laughs>
1: horses are expensive they're very expensive yeah and you got to keep feeding them you can at least like just stop driving a truck
4: yeah i mean if you break a truck you park it if you break a horse um i mean depending on what breaks on it it, you either a thousand dollars are out or you're out a horse
1: (laughs) and i can i mean i'm sure a truck would hate me but i can also stop driving a truck leave it in the barn for winter or something like that and come out and get it and it (laughs) won't be like pissed off at me and not listen to me anymore right yeah horses have like mental like mental stuff going oh yeah on. so they're all crazy yeah you neglect a horse a horse is gonna neglect you <laughs> yeah. i assume so i mean i'm not a horse trainer by any means i can yeah. i can barely handle a two-year-old kid so <laughs> <laughs> anyhow well. <yeah>, that's gonna button <laughs> up dude thanks for coming on yeah thanks for having me and thanks for having out here for coming out here for our, our 20th anniversary yeah, that's awesome and, uh, look awesome. forward to more time with you
4: absolutely we'll see you next time yeah, thanks for watching
1: <laughs> we are coming at you live live bam we are here who are you you're not tyler
3: I'm not Tyler, I'm the guy holding the selfie stick with the camera on it (laughs) Hey-o I am Matt McAdam, uh, a.k.a. Desert Chief, your truck editor at Driving Line Magazine Nice And I'm very thankful to be here with you guys today on the show
1: I'm just going to go out and say it, you're my favorite guest so far Because you're into OBS seven threes. Oh,
3: well, you know we we got it going on.
1: Yeah. That's what we do. If you don't know that, that's, just, that's the OBS seven three handshake.
3: Yeah. like We just met, but <laughs> we met we're just still paying. doing that. Yeah. I'm turning this camera off, so. Okay. Camera's we can, off. I, we just can, got one camera. I can devote all of my uh, attention to you guys. Awesome. So that's sitting there. Well, so thank you for coming up. Thank you for having me.
1: It's, uh, it's nice to have a uh, little California brother up here. Yeah. Don't yeah. say it too loud. You might get punched. Yeah, I know. I'm right. a native, but you know what?
3: Mm. I'm probably the least Californian guy you know from California, so. Challenge, okay. That's true. You're from California, huh? It's kind of.
1: Kind of. Whatever. Anyhow. Yeah. So the driving line. Uh, if for people who don't know what that is, never heard of it, they've probably seen videos from you guys, but maybe mm-hmm. don't know who the driving line is.
3: Yeah. So we are a publication that's owned by Nitto Tire, mm-hmm. and we are their marketing arm for their uh, their their company. And we do uh, we cover events. We cover. Vehicle features. We have a print magazine that's uh, let out quarterly, and we also do um, a lot of their marketing for their new products. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a lot of industry partners that we work with, and that's uh, one reason why we're here. So to uh, support you guys who support us.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. If you haven't listened to like our rundowns of any of the trucks that we do, and like put them put the pieces together. All the trucks that we've built, probably in the last at least three or four years, they all have noodles on them.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> it, it, yeah.
1: and I, I am a, uh, I'm, I'm one of the uh, the mud grab brethren, brethrens. Oh wow! I was a guy that had mud, I had mud grabs on my '96.
3: Did you really? Yeah, couldn't well, hear. Could.
1: I'm gonna say it. I couldn't hear. A <laughs> <laughs> we're not supposed to cuss on this podcast. Are we live? got to blot that out. But we're you know, not live. We're not live. Okay, cool. No, all it right. will be live later. Kevin, you yeah. really got work to do. Yeah, it, it, and, and like I truly understand all those memes about Gravelers. It's like, do you like driving with, with an Apache helicopter in your bed?
3: I mean, who wouldn't? You're like the manliest thing on the road coming down rah, 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 going down the road, you know? Those things are heavy as hell. They are, but you know what? They take a beating and they last forever. They do. I,
1: yeah. and I truly, I, I drove the crap out of those things. And I swear, once they got to about like 30% tread life, they just stayed. They never got worse.
3: They don't. They don't really uh, like wear down to like wire or anything. They just kind of like stay at that level.
1: Yeah. Yeah. If if you're doing burnouts and mud grabs and you're getting down to wires, I want to see them. Yeah. You want to see them? I've never seen it happen. Yeah. So challenge. Yeah. America.
3: I wouldn't choose that tire to do a burnout with, but that's an expensive burnout. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Not to
1: mention picking off all the caked on rubber on your wheel wells. Oh, geez. Yeah. They got lots of rubber on those bad boys. That's
3: like fifty bucks every scrape.
1: Yep. (laughs) So. Nitto, big into the off-road industry. Yep. Um, thoughts on Nitto tires on diesels?
3: So there are a number of products that Nitto come, uh, produces that makes that they uh, are really you know catered towards the diesel and the towing guys. They do – who am I waving at? Oh, okay. Say bye, Tyler. Bye, Tyler.
1: Have a nice live. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>
3: So there's a number of products that they make that really cater to the diesel crowd. I mean, there's uh, Trail Grappler, which is you know a very heavy-duty off-road tire, mm-hmm. but at the same time they offer them in the E and F load rain ratings so that you could tow, you know, whatever you got with mm-hmm. that tire. We were looking at one of your guys' trucks earlier today. That's got a it's a dually, and yeah. we have a 37 yeah, 1150, 37. and uh, on a 20 or 22, and you can run that without a spacer on your dually. So that was really made and de- developed for the diesel crowd. Yeah. So. It's
1: almost, it's, I don't know if we actually did this, and I highly doubt because we don't have that much pull with a lot of things, yeah. but it's like you guys listen to us. <laughs> it's like we were building this dually, and we, we've yeah. done a couple of duies for our tow rigs before, and we're like, we always have to just, like, figure something out for the rear tires. Yep. And all of a sudden it was like, boom. It was that low, low range E rated. Yeah,
3: E or F. We have, yeah. We have both, yeah.
1: Uh, 37, 11 and a half. So like, yeah. oh. Yeah, that's yeah. on our. If you've been listening, that's on our project, the Ramule, which is the uh, the 4 door long bed dually humans yep. that we have with a manual. Hence the name Ramule. Ramule came up that way myself. Did you?
3: I did it. That was you. Yeah, it's genius. I know. I only know. only the genius you expect from a 7'3 guy.
1: <laughs> I like to listen to, like to box of boxes of rocks. That, that's <laughs> that's my jam. Yeah. So, uh, how did you get into Like the tire game. Was it always a tire game or or was it automotive and then it led to tires?
3: Well, depends how far back you want to go. But my professional career really started when I was working in a Jeep shop in SoCal Mm -hmm. that uh, was building JKs in the height of the JK build era. So we were doing coilover kits. We were doing hemi swaps, LS swaps. Uh, everything from just, you know, someone wants to come in and change their gears to an entire, you know, hundred fifty dollars $200,000 build. Mm-hmm. And that was really where I got my feet wet with off-road. And, uh, you know, that's, I took a pay cut from whatever job I was working before that to work in an off-road shop. Mm-hmm. And it was like the best decision I ever made. Nice. So from there, I moved on to a few companies like Magnaflow, uh, moved on to a Jeep dealership and I was doing preloads for them and I was helping them, you know, uh, preload a bunch of aftermarket parts onto their brand new vehicles. And, you know, I'd, I'd always been a, a fan of photography and video and, and writing. And I saw a o- opportunity to work for a magazine that needed a truck editor. Mm-hmm. And it was just like the two worlds kind of combined together was like the off-road stuff and the media stuff together into one job. Nice. And so I just, you know, applied for it. And my first ever um, interview with this company was with Driving Line, was with my chief editor, and it was at king of the hammers during the 4400 race (laughs) and she was like busy shooting a video or photos and stuff and she'd forgot that she said friday at noon and so i went over there found her at the nitto booth on friday at noon and i was like hey i'm here for my interview and she's like oh my god i totally forgot about this and you know it was like this race cars going by she's like shannon campbell's in the first place i gotta run (laughs) so she took off to go take photos and and you know three years later here i am just you know we have a new prog- a new uh, vlog out on mm-hmm. youtube called chasing dust and that's just me following me in all the places that i go and we filmed uh, two episodes up here this week so nice. we're gonna see those on driving lines youtube channel yeah and, chasing
1: uh, dust if you did not hear it before chasing dust yep check it out
3: really cool vlog it's not all off-road but it is a he- heavily off-road uh, based mm-hmm. and then i do a lot of other projects i have a uh, 2008 crown victoria police interceptor that i do a lot of modifications on so full-blown cop car
1: talking to my heart right now <laughs> that's dope yeah so
3: we're uh, yeah it's a lot of cool stuff that i, that I get to play around with that's yeah. awesome yeah
1: that, that gets me going i'm not gonna lie that's that's really cool thanks I'm making man. my heart beat a little faster right now seven I three get, guy i don't get crown to be guy. around a lot of seven three guys that do other cool stuff <laughs> it's really yeah. cool and if you get he's got seven three cred folks he got crew cab short two-wheel drive okay yep don't dismiss it injectors i think you had 35s right. mm-hmm. yep, on you know, it yep Wheel looks clean Had a nice yeah. little, a little camper on the back was mm-hmm. white clear corners very clean yeah and that was very actually nice. my
3: fourth 7.3 wow so i've had three others before that mm-hmm. yeah and a couple two four wheel drives in between there and, and yeah so 7.3 diesel obs is like my dream truck i
1: actually when i was going to school so i went to san jose state yeah and on my desk i had a picture of an obs truck going through <laughs> like a river yeah and that was that was my jam that was honestly my motivation like to try and like finish school and everything yeah. like that and i remember my my wife girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. like came in and saw this. she's like what why do you have a picture and it was like a printed off of my like printer it wasn't even, like a poster yeah like regular a picture of a white truck on your desk I'm like, it's not a white truck babe that's that's an obs power stroke the white okay? truck and she's like uh, my dad has one of those i'm like Shut up. No, it doesn't. And, well, it ends up being a gas truck, but it's okay. Yeah, she oh, she yeah. didn't know at that time. Yeah. Okay. But she's no it's a 460? She's much more, yeah, 460. Yeah, 460. Yeah. Much more diesel educated now. Cool. Uh, but, and I am just like, How do, but that's still what I want. I want it. <laughs> <laughs> so. They're great trucks. I, I love them. Yeah. I really hope to have another one. Me too. Um, normally at the end of these things, yeah. we have a rant. Okay. Uh, but I'm going to keep it focused right now because you and I. I feel like we're cuffing the same cloth a little bit here.
3: Okay. I'd say so. Uh,
1: do you have maybe a rant that's a 7-3 genre? Or it could be geared toward the guys that are anti-7-3. Yeah,
3: I just got to pick which one I want. <laughs> got a couple of them. Um, I've got a lot of friends who make fun of me for being such a 7-3 fanboy. So this is going to be a good topic right now. <laughs> and they seem to think that it's just this dinosaur of a slow motor and even worse than an OBS. Hmm. Whereas the Power Stroke Super are a little bit more, you know, you can you can make a little bit of decent power with They're them.
1: They're like 3% more refined. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, so they just think that I'm just this... Crazy guy who just like could never afford like a real diesel truck, so like <laughs> I just have to sit here and hop up this old dinosaur of a truck, yeah. and I think it's the coolest thing ever, and they just don't understand why.
1: They don't. Yeah, I feel like we're we're the uh, the thirteen year olds listening to
3: like Cannibal Corpse or something <laughs> like that. Like you just don't understand. You don't get it, Dad. I'm gonna <laughs> this for the rest of my life, right? <laughs> <laughs> and and it's it's something that like I've tried to explain a hundred times. It's like you guys. You can you can go get your six sevens. You can go get your six fours. You can, God forbid, but you can, <laughs> you can go get your your uh, your Cummins. You know your your twenty four valve Cummins second gens. But you know having for me in California a smog exempt mm-hmm. diesel truck that you can make pretty good power with with the right modifications and the right know how. You know, the, and it looks. I mean, OBS trucks. You just can't be the way they look. Like, if
1: if you don't picture an OBS truck when you think about a truck, like, what does uh, a what is a truck supposed to look like? Right, that is the truck. Well,
3: because I, I I take it you were a child of the '90s. Yes. So that's like the truck and the and the iconic look of a of a of a manly truck that yeah. we grew up with. You know, so that's to me, it's what it looks like. It doesn't look like a cat eye Silverado. No,
1: not at all. <laughs> you know, at, at all. So. I mean,
3: ugh. You get guys with the Duramaxes, and they're just like, yeah, but I can blow the doors off yours. And I tell them, cool, you know, I'll see you in 400,000 miles when yeah. mine still runs. That phone's so. picking
1: up chicks in your cat-eyed truck. That's yeah. a thing because those are those are women's sunglasses, by the way, if you didn't know that. Cat-eyed. Yeah.
3: <laughs> cat-eyed. Not for me, bro.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Anyhow. So that's that's my rant. That, that's a good
1: rant. I don't even know how I'm going to follow that up, but I know how I am. I noticed your hat. Heat waves. Heat waves, baby. Yeah. That's pretty much all I have to say on that one. Highly visual. Highly
3: visual. These are the
1: (laughs) third pair of lenses I've had in these bad boys.
3: Really? Yeah. Same frame? Same frame. Nice.
1: It's peeling off a little bit because of sunscreen and because I'm a white dude and I burn. i burn got got sensitive (laughs) skin.
3: (laughs) I don't have that problem, thankfully, but yeah. I got my heat waves in the car. I should have brought them out.
1: Dude, but you got a hat on, we're good we to go. We could have
3: broed down with like our heat waves and, yeah. Yeah. That so hat we'll I mean, have to do.
1: Sponsorship's accepted. Just kidding. I'll still pay full price. <laughs> I know totally some guys wrong. over there. Good. Yeah. Uh, I had a pair of them back when they were, was it uh, Party Shades? Mm-hmm. Uh, a pair of those back in the day. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Anyhow, I think it's going to wrap this one up. I, I really enjoyed hanging out and talking with you today. We did a day in the life for your vlog. We did, yeah. And uh, it was, <laughs> as the vlog went on, I feel like we became slightly more bros
3: totally (laughs) like high-fiving at the end of it and everything and at first you're like hey how are you yeah "Yeah, nice to meet you yeah hello
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna wrap this one up thank you for coming on thank you for having me talk to each other a lot more soon yeah and i appreciate you being here for our 20th anniversary doing a podcast you guys can't maybe see this other but we're outside right now
3: yeah this is out outdoors
1: we're outside on our deck this is awesome thanks for being here
3: thank you for having me
5: guys
1: oh boy we are live and once again this is not tyler
5: not tyler definitely not no beard Lots more gray hair.
1: <laughs> Dare I say, more handsome?
5: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Today I have a very special guest. I don't even know if I can call him a guest because he's, he's our commander. whatever Captain of the ship. This yeah. is Brian Howell.
5: So yeah, we can go with whatever. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Yeah. He is, he is the captain of the ship. He's our CEO, president, head man, number one.
5: Yeah, I made up some titles a few years ago. I think I've got all of them on my business card. So, yeah, we it's can like go that with that. Long. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, so, Brian, uh, for those that don't know, it's Brian Howe, president of Diesel Power Products, Power Products Limited, F Bomb, Off Road Power Products. Off Road
5: Power Products, yeah.
1: And uh, from what I hear recently, you were in the bagel game. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mizu.
5: Yeah, yeah. we uh, we We started big and worked our way down. <laughs> Uh, and here we are in the in the diesel industry or the automotive industry. We 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 started down a few paths, and yeah, this is this is where we ended up. <laughs> Pretty happy to be here. <laughs> well, me too. I'm glad
1: you run with diesel trucks because I don't know anything about bagels.
5: Yeah, well, I, I don't have to get up at three o'clock in the morning. I luckily have you guys for that, so yeah, um, much better.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I like it. I mean, we got these fancy camera and, and beers. I don't know if that is going to happen with the bagels or not. So. Uh, not one to judge but i think he made the right call.
5: Yeah, i think you i think you're on i think you're absolutely right.
1: Yeah. So, uh, for those of you who have no idea who you are or anything like that, g- give me like the cuz there's a lot of people talking about success stories or something like that. And I don't mm-hmm. want to say this is a success story because i think success is always it's always evolving. You never right. you're not successful, you're always successing. Um, absolutely. So, g- give me the, the the Brian Howell saga in like 5 minutes.
5: <laughs> well, we're going to go with like 30 seconds, okay. but, uh, secrets to success, surround yourself with people who are smarter than you, uh, perhaps better looking. Um, yeah, I think, I think the secret to our success has really just been finding the right people to put in the right positions. Uh, as you know, cause you're part of it. We have the, we have the best team in, in the automotive industry, hands down, there's there's no question in my mind and you know we we've always tried to take care of the the people that we've that we've procured i'll I'll say that because as most of you know we don't we don't even look at your resume when you're hired (laughs) (laughs) for you that was a good thing
1: yeah yeah i don't want to talk about it
5: (laughs) Um, i see a few of you smiling out there you know who you are uh we, we we try to really create an atmosphere of fun here. We, we, we like to, we all like what we do, right? You know, it's, it's vehicles. It's, I've been accused uh, by my wife of, of starting businesses that really just they <laughs> are things that I like to do. Um, but fortunately for us, I, I think it's things that, that a lot of people like to do. So, um, you, know, you, you couple that with the best, best employees in the business. We got a lot of good manufacturers that stand behind us and, it's really a can't lose situation. So, you know, we're 20 years in, we, we fully intend to be here 20 years for the next 20 years and beyond. So, uh, thank you oh, all. No. And yeah, um, whoever flashed me, I can't see it because that's, <laughs> those are really bright lights. So
1: <laughs> that was well said. There's a, uh, it might've been sands. It, <laughs> it was not sands. I can guarantee. You. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's something to be said for, uh, Surrounding yourself with good people. I'm not saying that because I'm one of the people surrounding you, but uh, with, with the crew here being on on this side, it, it's, it's you know, I will say, like other sales guys, we, we probably talk more in and outside of work than me and my wife do. Mm-hmm. And it's about whether you want to hear this or not. It's about work-related stuff and other work-related stuff. We're, we're all together in this, you know, I don't want to say fight the good fight because we're mm-hmm. not fighting anybody or anything like that. But, you know, making progress and moving forward and trying to, like, get to that next level.
5: Sure. So no, it, I, I read something a long time ago. That said, it said that uh, people will come to work happy if they feel like they have a best friend at work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, while having a best friend at work may be a little bit of a stretch. You know, we all come from different backgrounds. We've all got a lot of history. You guys are all friends. I think everybody here's a friend. I, I sincerely enjoy hanging out with the people at work. It's you know it's not a, I don't ever come to work with this attitude. My oh my God, I've got to deal with these people for eight or ten hours a day, and I don't, I don't think anybody else here does either. So if if that's what we've accomplished, then I, I don't know how we wouldn't be successful. Yeah,
1: I'd say we're winning on that front for sure. So the history of diesel power products, We heard the Brian Howell how the how how on the how? Mm. i want to hear uh you've heard obviously 20 years so 1999 sure um i want to hear the two minute diesel power products history
5: the two minute diesel power products history okay uh, i'm going to start a little before diesel power products so sure. i grew up on a farm in tennessee so grew up with diesel tractors trucks we worked on every one of them you know that's that's what i grew up doing i uh, got away from that a lot for a long time in 2006, I owned a construction company. In 2006, the construction business kind of took a little bit of a downturn, so we looked at doing some different things. Um, my wife suggested that maybe I get a job so we could pay our mortgage every month.
1: Where is she? She's over there. Good call.
5: Yeah. She gave me some pretty some pretty low goals. Uh, so I found this business. It, it, it appealed to me because it had diesel in the title mm-hmm. okay it's, that maybe wasn't the smartest move but I, I like diesel trucks i like diesel anything so uh met the owner of the company dave Mahin. dave started the company in 1999 so this is 2006 we bought the company from dave in 2006 uh he was a small dealer for several parts he was a banks distributor he was a diamond eye distributor he didn't have an online store. So we saw a little bit of an opportunity there. Uh, we started putting together an online store after we got the deal cut and things just grew astronomically. Like we had no <laughs> employees. We had, uh, Josh Ulrich who, uh, you Is guys have here? seen on some of the videos, probably not. Right. Uh, we had Tyler who you see on the podcast. Tyler was actually our second employee. So Tyler's been here a long time. Props to Tyler. Uh, if you were still here, we'd say something really nice about you, but you're gone. <laughs> um, and then it, it just grew from there. Uh, Kelly Oprood, our bookkeeper, has been with us for 12 years, I think. She's probably still here. She's put up with a lot of crap from all of us um, and vice versa. Um uh, <laughs> 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 a little delayed, but worth it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll probably pay for that later. But um, no, it's just and it's just growing. It, it it's not been a totally conscious effort at times. It's just been a. I think we're just stubborn. You know, there's been a lot of roadblocks in our way. Two thousand eight was really tough when diesel went to. You guys are going to laugh like two twenty-five a gallon. Um, that was a really hard year. Uh, it really slowed sales down. But after that, we had some years where we doubled every year you know and you know now we're in a little bit of a you know we're in a growth period but it's it's not as unfortunately we don't double every year i don't think we could find enough employees for that but uh we're in a spot right now where you know things are great the diesel industry is changing there's all these new emission standards you know we've really harped on our techs to get educated about uh talking to customers about the new emission standards and what that means Mm -hmm. Uh, you guys are all killing it, you know. So I I, I, I don't really envision anything, anything slowing down, uh, especially if we've got new models of vehicles coming out constantly. We've got cars. Apparently people drive those. I don't know why. I, yeah, I'm especially a little suburbans. bit of a loss. Yeah, Suburbans. I don't know who would drive those. Garbage. Yeah, they're practically crap. But, um, yeah. I I I really don't see any any reason things can't keep moving forward. Like I said, we've got the best crew in the industry. Um, We've got a pretty decent cameraman. He's texting on his phone right now. Eats granola. Eats a lot of granola.
1: If you're looking for, like, a moment in the day in a life, this is it right now. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Our normal life is not scripted. We have a lot of fun. This is just a fun place to be. It's not, you know, it's, you know, there's dodgeball that happens here. <laughs> Impromptu dodgeball. There's a lot of fun that happens. And, yeah, we're, we're pretty proud of that fact.
1: Yeah. And uh, it was one of the things that kind of hooked me really fast when I got up here. Yeah. As uh, you've heard me talk about the story before, like, I I'd never been to Spokane until I you know, got this job up here and moved up. And I think it was like my second or third week I pretty much how the paperwork filled out and everything. Cooper threw the keys to the mega cab on my desk. He's like, You ever driven a fast truck? I guess. I don't know. Maybe not. Go take it for a rip. Just don't let the bike fall off the back. It's really expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was your bike. It was <laughs> my bike, yeah. <laughs> and it was a compounded 5.9, just a total ripper. I took it out. I was like, Oh, okay. I'm going to lay into it. I laid into it. Like,
2: oh, <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. Took yeah. it to a parking lot. Just matted it. I was like, whoa! Hooked. Couldn't, couldn't do anything else. And then I think uh, later that week, it was, it was probably Friday at about 4 o'clock or so, and there's Brian walking around with a, with an ice cold 30 rack. Hey, nice week. Coor's light mm-hmm. on my desk. He's like, I'm home. Mm-hmm. We're going to be okay.
5: Yeah. yeah, Like I say, we like to have fun. Everybody here deserves everything they get and you know we're super appreciative and you know i guess thank you guys all of you and thank our customer base we've got customers from i don't know if they're 20 years back i know we do still have some of the original people but you know at least the 13 odd years that i've owned the company i know we still have customers that keep coming back Mm -hmm. you know not day after day it's not that kind of industry but you know month after month or six months after six months or year after year so
1: and even just with the the october 1st it'll be my like five years here and it's i've really enjoyed seeing the the evolution of even some of the customers that i've been dealing with directly sure and that says a lot for you know the the company but like we're we're able to keep bringing those people back sure that makes me happy it's like you know Mm -hmm. hey i still have that OBS power stroke but now i have you know a new six seven that I want to get dialed in because I'm mm-hmm. making this my race truck and I don't want to tow with it or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like I am super stoked that you called mm-hmm. me first.
5: Yeah. Well, my reward for all this is uh, I'm going to switch over and be the interviewer for a second. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so right. Ben Ben moves here, not married. He is married now. Sorry, ladies. Um, <laughs> ben moves here, not married, and now you are totally married. Totally married, and you have a.
1: Just a little meathead two-year-old boy. (laughs) Yeah.
5: Beautiful little boy. And a... Suburban? Oh, a house. A new house. So those are our company goals. Um, Our goal is, you know, everybody's a homeowner. Our goal is not everybody's a parent. That's your deal, but... (laughs)
1: Um. It was planned by the way. If anybody's asking about it, was like one thousand percent planned.
5: Right. But I mean, that's that's why we do what we do as well. Like we we want everybody to have the, the life they want and you know we want everybody's family to be a part of what we do. Um you know, I I I know everybody's family, I know everybody's spouse, you know, and most of them are welcome. Um <laughs> Um, but yeah, we we have a lot of fun, and you know if you can have fun at work, I, I think you can be successful. You know we don't <laughs> we're not trying to be Google or anything like no. that, but uh, we
1: well I think that's we get her ways. done. And you you'd far be it for me to like give you accolades for it, but you done well. Like you you I don't know who can tell you you did it, but you did it. I guess is that a thing? I don't know because uh, I'm I'm not there. I'm not not Mr. How, but I can.
5: I'm not there either, and that's that's the whole idea, right? Like, if if you if you stop trying, then you're done. I agree with that. Like, you if you stop moving forward, you're done. Like that. i I've, I mean, we're not stopping. No. You know, we've got a long ways to go. And do I do I define us as, as successful by maybe other people's standards? Absolutely. By my susten- my standards, we've got a long ways to go. Um, there's a lot of opportunity out there. I don't think we've even I don't think we've even come close to the tip of the iceberg yet. We, we've got we've got a lot we've got a lot in the works. We've got a lot, a lot of opportunity ahead of us and yeah and we've got the right team in place.
1: That is what I was going to get to you right there. I think that even if we decided that tomorrow we're going to sell Q-tips to the masses, the team we have could sell the most Q-tips and get people the best customer service ever.
5: Oh, absolutely.
1: I would never want to sell Q-tips. That sounds incredibly boring. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> well,
5: that's that's the other side of the equation. We don't sell Q-tips. We yeah. actually sell something that that engages us all. So, yeah. Um I even even our customer service girl Bree has a Jeep. I mean, she takes a lot of heat for her Jeep, but it's not She's
1: got the Jeep wave down though. Can you wave at can me? We, can we
5: see your Jeep wave? Oh, that's not the Jeep wave. That's
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah,
5: that's not the wave you gave the last time I saw you driving down the road with your Jeep. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> so those of you that can't see it behind us, we got a whole bunch of our, our group and our employees, not Brad's employees, but our our family behind us. Yeah. And Woo! so, yeah, you can hear him now. I got some yells. But uh, I'm going to start buttoning this thing up. And as you know, we end our our podcast with a rant. It can be DPP related. It can be fuel bomb OPP. It could be anything related. It could be kid related. It could be. Are you? What are you drinking? White wine.
5: Apple juice. It's apple juice. Apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to look cool. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Let's hear it. You get-
5: What's the rant? I mean, what am I ranting about? Something I mean, the I- whole I
1: com- podcast has been it's a pretty good am rant. Am I complaining I about something? No, it doesn't have to be a complaining. Like, what grinds your gears? Like, It uh, it doesn't have to be a grind your gears. It's going to be like, I'm super stoked on, or I really want to make sure that this, or I saw this. It could even be, I saw this on Instagram, and I think it's I think stupid. I've got
5: too many of those going on in my head to pick one. <laughs> I think we could have a whole podcast on that, but I'd have to write them down first. I got nothing to complain about. I know you said not complain, but... yeah, not have to be complaining. I don't have anything to complain about.
1: My rant's going to be a sappy one. Are you guys ready? Okay. Uh, I really enjoy being here. It's been really cool seeing this company get where it is. And it's obviously... It's, it's not because we're asleep at the wheel. It's because we've got good leadership from the top down. Hmm. And it's it's very appreciated, not just from me, but from a lot of other people here. Um, and it's, it's a company that makes me feel good, like, inside. And I think that's what really kind of keeps me keeps me motivated because I mean you kind of mentioned it before you want to surround yourself with good people you know I want to keep evolving I want to keep you know successing and, and and is that a word successing it is now it is now <laughs> on it <laughs> I want to keep doing <laughs> that write I that want, down <laughs> I want to keep moving forward <laughs> and it's it's a good feeling here doing that and a lot of it is because you're here you're present you know mm-hmm. it's you know Mizu's present your wife is here I see her all the time and that means a lot not just to me and I'm going to take the Take the stand for a lot of people here, but it means a lot to a lot of us here. Hmm. So on 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 their behalf and so I'm, I'm putting words in our everybody else's mouth here, but like, we're stoked. Thank you. Like hmm. it's 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 a bomb place to be. Bomb 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 bomb. I like being on the podcast. And <laughs> I like doing cool <laughs> stuff, and I like I like hanging out with you guys. Yeah. It makes me happy.
5: Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. So do so you it, have a rant now? I don't really <laughs> have a rant. <laughs>
1: Dang it! I, was I don't. Hoping I get coax one out of you. No no okay i got well, no rant happy 20 years you did it from the garage started started from the bottom now we're here mm. yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah that's my rant don't quit never don't quit. quit do big things don't quit go to the gym don't be a quitter go to the gym make yourself happy yeah surround but, yourself with good people you know, that's it
1: that's a good one added on thank you for tuning in if this is your first time watching make sure you check out other podcasts because a lot of them are trickled down from this guy and I'm sure you'll we'll be hearing from more of him soon or soon, because this might be the fourth time you've been on camera.
5: Mm, yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you did great. Thanks
5: for being on here. Thank you.
1: We'll see you guys next time.
0: <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at DieselPowerProducts.com.